There are so many reasons not to skip breakfast. So many savory, mouth-watering, tasty, delicious beyond all belief reasons. Actually, that last one was pretty convincing. Stop by for a McDonald's breakfast. Mix and match a sausage biscuit, sausage McMuffin, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Any two for just two bucks. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Better Banking is opening your new first Commonwealth Bank personal checking account with our online account recommendation tool and being entered to win wireless earbuds. First Commonwealth Bank. Member FDIC. Terms and conditions apply. Visit fcbanking.com for details. You put 40 officers out there in the dirt, in the mud, in the cow shit, and now you have a supposed serial killer, and they're all buried in his barn. Hello. Welcome to Talk Murder to Me. Um, Dear Patreon fan Ashley... Please let us know if you got the video. She tweeted us. She did. See, you need to tell us these things, Jen. I just found out last night. What do you want oh. me to do? Okay. So, Patreon fan, Ashley, please let us know that you got our welcome video for you being a Taco Supremo. Didn't get any response back from the email, so hopefully it didn't go to your spam folder. But please let us know. We hope you enjoyed it. I do have to say, mm. um, one of our fans requested to follow my personal account on instagram so that was kind of cool cool yeah you're i mean i'm not own. very exciting well you're it's showing that you're you're your own like personality you know yeah you're not just background noise jen thanks <laughs> um so yeah that was that was kind of cool sorry to bum you out with my lack of interesting instagram posts people but you can put yourself down jen you can find me at o jen collins that's my instagram handle and my twitter handle hope you enjoyed our two-part series on the golden state killer hopefully we'll have some upcoming information for you and maybe even a part three episode once we figure out what's going to happen yeah there's definitely gonna have to be some sort of an update yeah i'm just like dying to know when all these things are going to take place Mm -hmm. you know it's kind of like the making a murderer like oh man i want to know yeah like i kind of like but with making a murderer, I try. I want to know, but at the same time, I try to keep it a surprise so I can watch a documentary and be like, oh, "Wow!" Yeah. But at the same time as that, like, I want to know when it happens. I don't want to be behind the eight ball. I mean, also, yes. Maybe they could just like release weekly episodes, like podcasters do. The uh, the yeah. lawyer uh, Zellner Zellner she tweets every day about yeah. the case. Yeah, yeah. So we if follow, you follow her, you can get we, we all the We do updates. follow her uh, at our Talk Murder Twitter, and that <laughs> is, I think, I think the handle is Talk Murder to Me at Talk Murder to Me. Hmm. I don't really do the tweeter. John does more of the tweeter. Yeah. So, what do you guys think about that crazy ass guy that tried to get to that island? Oh man! A Patreon episode. Our last Patreon what episode. A Dumbo. Guys, our last Patreon episode. It's a true story. It just happened a few about a week and a half ago. This guy decides to go and try to convert the last uncontacted tribe in the world to Christianity, and it didn't turn out the way he expected it to. So you can go over to Patreon.com. This P A T R E O N dot com slash Talk Murder and. Get in the conversation with us. If you know about this story already and you want to provide some insight, get in the conversation. 
So we are at 32 episodes, I believe now. And I wrote a post about this, about the my time management as far as doing the podcast, because the podcast and the research and the post editing takes a lot of time. So what I'm doing is instead of putting everything on the website, talkmurder.com, if you guys remember how I'm, I'm always like, go to talkmurder.com, yada, yada, yada. Instead of doing that, we're trying to build up our Patreon page. So it draw your this, commentary. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to draw the storyline and also put all the links to everything I use in the story. Plus, you know, you could comment on the, the podcast. So we're going to start putting every episode, even on iTunes, on Patreon. And you can comment. We've our last one, The Golden State Killer, which is on iTunes as well, had a lot of comments. People were really mm. um, interested in that one because it, it was a really controversial discussion about whether or not he is going to walk free or even get any type of sentencing. So that was very controversial. And we talked about that on Patreon. And also, we I, I put exclusive episodes on Patreon, too. So be sure to go there and check it out. It's mm-hmm. patreon.com slash talkmurder. So the hint tonight was Old Barn. Oh my God! So we are so we are drinking barn nails. Is this? A... It's said to garnish with an orange peel. Oh, so I garnish it with a clementine peel. So, so that's don't what I eat had. that. Yeah, where's the orange? It, they're in the kitchen. Damn it! Can we eat the orange? I mean, not right now. No food at the table. That's Unless really good. So it is. is it? Um, so you take some honey with water, sugar, and mulling spices. Bring it to a boil and Ooh. simmer it. Yeah. Um, and then it's also um, cherry liqueur and whiskey. Yeah, that's very good. Um, we're going to put the drinks on our Instagram and also our Patreon, too. So be sure to check it out. This is like perfect for a story. Well, you did say I, I gave you another option, which was called um, uh, Sex in the Barn. And, and you know, it's sounded quite delicious actually but i gave you this option you said this one's perfect so yeah. i wonder if the nail has something to do with it guys if you're listening to this episode thank you for subscribing it is most likely taco tuesday if you're listening to when it just comes out we're releasing all our episodes on taco tuesday now. taco tuesday and i'm trying to release them at noon but sometimes it doesn't happen until like four 12 hours later at midnight. It was, I think it was like 11.30 p.m. last week. Yeah. But you know what? It still counts, and that was a, a new for us. Yeah, so I will get them out on Taco Tuesday, no matter what. Um, I'm going to try to shoot for noon every time. All right. Moving on to our favorite segment. Surprise shots. <clears throat> Surprise shots. Surprise shots. We don't know what they are because they're a surprise. Ugh. What was that? It's like pee-pee. I actually did not like that as much as I thought it would. It was Ugh. the St. Germain. That just St. Germain? Yeah. I, oh. I didn't really like that. Needs I to liked go. it in the other drink. Yeah. Well, that was it. That was those were little nips. Oh, okay. If well, you guys have ever drank your own urine, water. then that is what we just drank. Really? Urine tastes sweet like that? It depends on how dehydrated you are. Ugh, it does not mix with the other drink either. No, I was not a fan. Sorry. Ugh, God, I'd rather take vodka than that. I don't like vodka. It didn't burn, though. Mm -mm. No, but the taste is burned into my mind now. 
I mean, well, should uh, we take speak. another to get it out? Yes, or please. <sighs> Much better. <coughs> That's some Jack Daniels Tennessee honey right there. And that goes well with the story tonight, too. Nicole, where are we going and who we be killing? Um, I'm going to say Kentucky, and it is in 2002, and there is a farmer who turns out to be a mass murderer and hides all of his bodies in the barn, mm. and and it's like the manure. He like uses the decomposition of the bodies. Kind of like Bruce MacArthur. Mm-hmm. Jen, where are we going and who are we killing? Mm. That's my new motto, by the way. Cool. All right. Um, <laughs> Il- Illinois, 1954. Um, an innocent bystander walks up to an old barn and finds someone hanging from the rafters, but they were killed and not it was not suicide. Wait, so you just, who just walks up to an old barn? I don't know, someone going to, like, look at the farm animals? You're just going to go to a random farm a and just start looking know. at their animals? You know what, John? Like, taking pictures of the cows? I don't, I, guess. <laughs> I don't know what life was like in Illinois in 1954, I'm just assuming. Well, I do know what life is like compared to this story, because I grew up doing some of the same stuff we're going to talk about tonight. What was, your, what was your favorite chore that you had to do on the farm? Deliver calves. That was no. your favorite. Deliver them. Oh, not kill the them. <laughs> I thought he meant like deliver like totally ca- different. I thought he meant deliver calves to like the slaughterhouse. That's what I thought he meant. Like because we were just Who talking. Who would kill calves? Uh, like, we were just tiny veal, veal farmers. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, we were just talking about Amazon. So I thought deliver packaging. So that's why I thought deliver mm-hmm. calves. Mm-hmm. Like that. Or way. maybe you just have some negative word association with all things that John does. So, guess what, guys? What? Tonight. Tonight, I'm gonna spend... That is a good movie, I know. Tonight, we're doing a... Stop. Stop. Patreon member, a Patreon supporter request. Ooh! Oh. All right, Who, whose yeah. story are we doing tonight? We're doing our newest Patreon, Ashley. Oh! She sent, me a, she sent me an email, so I'm going to do a story for her. Perfect. Now I'll t- yeah, go Well, ahead. Ashley, please, again, let us know that you got our video. Yeah. So she's a uh, Taco Supremo, which means she really supports the story. Uh, she Warning, we cannot yeah. say Taco Supremo too often wow. in an episode because it's going to make me want to watch Taco Bell afterwards. And so Taco Supremos, you know, we sent them a video. So Ashley, I hope you got the video. And this story is for you. So if you're listening to this on Taco Tuesday, mm. then thank you so much for supporting us. And I did this with you in mind. Now I want to go over what she sent me on her email. Ooh. Um, a little bit of random information about our Patreon, Ashley. That's very exciting because we had nothing to go off of now, when we did our video for did her. Did she yeah. send this before our video? She did, and I wanted to bring it up. Of course she did. Because, Jen, she is currently living in in uh, Dublin, Ireland right now. <gasps> oh! And I knew you were Irish, and I knew it's like, uh But I didn't want to ruin it. What, is she, ruin the is story. she Irish, or is she American just spending No, she's abroad? American, but she's spending... Studying uh, abroad? What's that? Studying abroad? I don't know if she's studying or not. She, uh... 
Wait, no, 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 all right, it's okay. Right. I no, 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 no. Okay, do. no. Let, let me start over. She's living in Dublin, Ireland. Her mom is German and her dad is American. So currently, she's in EU as a USA citizen. Uh huh. All right. So let me tell you a little bit about Ashley. She sent me a couple bullets. She loves sloths. 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 Sloth. Sloth. Uh, sloth. 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 Oh my gosh, Ashley! The, 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 the I'm gonna get um, or whatever, right? They're not worms. No. Yeah, there's. They're like sloths. lazy monkeys. Almost. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have like right. long claws. Yeah, yeah, like the lemurs. They move really slow. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. like lemurs. They move really slow. But oh, yeah, I know. I was thinking worms. So, cute. Um, Ashley, then you'll be very happy to know that a stuffed animal sloth is going to be Stella, our dog's Christmas present this year. Oh, you decided Please the sloth? don't tell her. Isn't, I haven't decided what Hubbles is going to be. Isn't sloths like dangerous? Their claws can be dangerous. <laughs> but if they ever get to you, they're like, I'm they're like, coming for yeah. you. <laughs> no. Okay, so she loves sloths. She loves sloths. She's an animal sloth. Sloth is a sloth. Sloth is a We may be drunk. She loves sloths. She is an animal lover. She actually owns two dogs and two guinea pigs. Cool. Yeah. What are her dogs' names? I wonder if they get along. I don't know. She didn't tell me her dog. Ashley's names. are usually kept in cages. Ashley, yeah, you know she got to do- take them out. Too. Ashley, what are your dogs' names? I mean, if I had a guinea pig, I'd let him run around and see what the dogs do. Stella would eat it. That is actually what would happen. And good for you, Ashley. You are a pescatarian, which means she only eats fish. Oh. That means it's kind of like a vegetarian, but you do eat fish, fish, which I think is the most healthiest diet anyway. Don't they say Mediterranean diets are the most healthy? Like the fish and the wine? Oh. Yeah. I know. You know. And cheese. I like shrimp. No, no cheese. That's what I meant to ask you. They have a lot of fetish cheese. What do you think about doing a shrimp cocktail ring? Yeah. Okay. We sell them at work. I'll get them. Okay. Also, guys... And I want to say, Ashley, please send us some of your tapes. She is a paranormal investigator. <gasps> no fucking way! That's so awesome. <laughs> so Jen loves that. That is so cool. Ghosts in our yeah. yeah. No shit. Yeah. That was oh. perfect. You so, nailed that, Jen. So Jen is Irish. That's where her last name comes from, and she believes in ghosts. I'm not saying ghosts don't exist. They I, do. I saw one, and, and I know I said I. I think they don't, but I mean, who knows? I just never seen one That's personally. I did believe in ghosts. What? I said that's funny because you said that you don't believe in ghosts. I uh, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of half and half because I don't know. I I, I just energy. don't believe in ghosts like what people think, like all the insidious ghosts or whatever. You know, like you, like you don't believe in demons, but you believe in ghosts. No, I don't believe in demons. I never said I believe in demons. I don't believe in demons. Like insidious ghosts, aren't they like evil? Yeah, but I mean, I don't believe like ghosts as in they have a personality and stuff. I I may believe in ghosts as just like maybe free energy floating away because you know energy is never uh, never created so you nor don't believe destroyed. In souls. I believe in that, guys. Um, okay, so she's a paranormal paranormal investigator. That's Ashley. Cool. Is that what she does full time? No, I don't think she did. No, she doesn't do it full time. But I do want to say, hey, cool. please send us some stories. Yeah. Because, I mean, you do this all the time. You probably believe in ghosts. And it's not that I don't believe in ghosts. They'll still what? make a great story. Hey, listen, I don't believe in ghosts until I fucking see a ghost. <laughs> and then I'm like, and then full on, right? you'll <laughs> but, shit your pants. But, yeah. but I don't fuck with that shit. So, like, don't bring any of that energy towards us. But, yeah. like, if you want to come... You Ashley, if you want to come and explore Charleston's uh, go- rich ghost history, let us know. Maybe yeah. we'll put you up for a night yeah. or something. Yeah, Ashley, Charleston is 
Lots of ghost The stories. Haven. It's the second uh, most haunted city in America, Savannah being the first, mm-hmm. which is both in the same area. Yeah, right? within I mean, two hours is, of each other. Yeah, so if you want to get scared shitless on the summer, if you want to do some... I don't think she'll get scared. I think, like, if you're a paranormal investigator, she'll be able to handle herself. I was scared when I did that ghost tour. I, I, I would like lie, to man. do the dungeon tour. Because I haven't I could... done a ghost tour, and I, like, want to, but I'm also afraid that I'll have to dip out halfway through and waste, like, 40 bucks. I've done the walking one. It's... Because fine. when you do... When it's you, more informational in history. In the dungeon... Okay, but I haven't done I that. Mean, if you have a dungeon with thousands of people have died, and there's no windows or... So if there is a soul, right, or something, energy or whatever, there's no escape because it's a closed dungeon. Mm-hmm. There's no windows or, like, yeah, open ceilings. Like, what happens... Go- like, because you can't... You can neither create or destroy energy. So, no, energy can never be created or destroyed. Right. Yeah. So, so it, like, the, all the energy we have in the universe now is what we have. You know what I'm saying? It could be transformed to other things, but it right. can't be, like, hmm. completely destroyed. So, like, what well, that kind of goes into, like, the theory of, um, like... Well, that's thermodynamics. <laughs> Such a fucking nerd. <laughs> No, not thermodynamics. The one where you can like go into other things. Reincarnation. Yes, it's almost like reincarnation. Which, like, as a Catholic, I yeah. like. I don't. But that's a. I'm not supposed to believe in, but I think it's a very intriguing theory. It is intriguing, but I, you know, we we look at it in a consciousness base, right? So every other animal doesn't have consciousness like we have consciousness. If they did. They'd be the one paving all the roads. Did you right? ever hear? Yeah, I guess so. Did you ever hear the story? Like, there are so many stories out there. Sometimes I like look at like creepypasta and like oh, like all those. Fuck. You ever see those stories out there where or like um where children will like talk to their parents and be like, oh yeah, like I was like a Union soldier in the Civil War and this is where I died and like blah 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 like people yeah. like that that support the theory of reincarnation yeah like that had the kids have like no clue like would have would have no clue like it's the theory like the 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 substance yeah. is beyond their age of comprehension yeah. which is kind of like it's neat but it's also very creepy it's very creepy and I do believe in that and I'll tell you why like um I read this book once that was on the uh subconscious mm-hmm. you know it's talking about like hypno is a book i got in there it's not my favorite book ever like um the subconscious mind i'll have to read that one oh my god it's fucking amazing it was talking about there anything was anything to do with the brain i love there was this woman that went through this really traumatic event and they put her in her hypnosis and they found out that she was really acceptable to hypnosis where she can she went back like five years and could tell everything in perfect detail like the sh- the shirt she, you were wearing just any day of the week, just random day, she'd tell everything. So they kept bringing her back, 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 even to when she was crawling around as a baby. Now, she was under hypnosis, but she could tell you what her mama was wearing when she was crawling around. I mean, she had it that vivid. Hmm. So they're like, all right, well, she's a baby now. Can we bring her back even further? So they brought her back even further, like beyond, like, the year of her birth and she started speaking in German and she has never studied German in her life. She, wow. she yeah, that's yeah. kind of cool. See, <laughs> it is cool. Like I'm not, I'm not susceptible to hypnosis. We had a hypnotist come like, um, to our college a few times, like during what, like the, like 
opening week of school or whatever. And it was always very funny. He was like an X-rated hip- hypnotist. But like I would never like like everyone like people around me would be like falling asleep yeah. and stuff. But I would never I would just be like conscious. I wanted to be able to be hypnotized. But at the same time, I don't really want someone to fuck with my mind. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. Yeah, like I've been hypnotized. It's, and I believe in it. I, I mean, I I can't prove it, right? But like you, you know what's going on, but you're just more catatonic. No, you you're like, if you tell me to do something when I'm under hypnosis, I I'm agreeable. I'm like, yes, okay, I'll jump around like a chicken. Yeah, you know mm. what I'm saying? Is you're really agreeable? You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's that's the thing about hypnosis. Which is very powerful, too, because if you want to, let's say, quit smoking, right? And then you put, put yourself in a hypnosis state. Oh, yeah, I don't need cigarettes anymore. You know what I'm saying? It could. I wonder if, like, being susceptible to hypnosis is um, genetically passed is, down. Yeah. Because my dad went to a hypnotist... Um, to quit smoking one year when he was with my when he was with my mom and they he literally left the office and he's like I need a cigarette right now uh, like yeah maybe so. I mean some people are just I don't know man like I just like my my uh, shrink tells me every time I'm there you know we still don't understand the human mind yeah like we have all these science science terms and everything else like whatever but honestly no one understands the brain yet. No one will ever, well, I won't say no one ever. No one understands the brain. No one understands the brain, how they compartment, compartmentalize. Fuck, I'm drunk. Already? No, no one understands the mind yet fully is what I'm trying to say. You know? Yeah. Um, I do believe in the subconscious mind. A Jungian? Yeah, Jungian. Carl Jung? Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, I read oh. his book. I, I wish you would have told me that before because we had a um, mental health conference recently and we had several young speakers. Well, yeah. you know the turtles from that uh, Patreon episode. I yeah. mean, the hint was turtles. Yeah. You know, th- when they when a turtle around that island, and if you guys haven't heard that, go to Patreon. It's a great story. Mm. When a turtle around that island is born, it knows instinctively not to go to that island right yeah so that is passed down through some mechanism i mean dna is probably the only thing that transfers information but that is passed down and that's what uh carl young believed he believes that stuff like that gets passed down to memories get passed down which is crazy memories from your Mm. grandfather fighting the war may get passed down to you hmm to help you out is like a tra- evolutionary trait. Isn't that crazy? That is kind of crazy. Yeah. So I don't know, man. The world's crazy. So yeah. I definitely, Ashley, you're a paranormal investigator. I definitely, I don't believe in ghosts, but I'm telling you right now, I will as soon as I see one. I'm probably sure I'll probably see one eventually. So what else did Ashley tell you about herself? Hi, right, she is. Uh, she's also for her work a special effects slash beauty makeup artist. Oh, she cool. could come down and do your Grinch makeup, except she's in Ireland. And you're not being the Grinch anymore. Yeah. So, Ashley, this story is for you. I'm doing this story just for you. Now, she's from southeast Missouri. And I'm sorry to tell you, Ashley, I couldn't find any good stories there. But we're going a little up north. We're still in Missouri. Oh, okay. And I'm pretty sure you've heard of this story before. 
And I don't know if you guys have, but it is a crazy story, and you guys are going to love so it. So she didn't specifically ask you to do this story. She just no. Told she you said uh, no. She said do uh, if you can do a story either from you know around my parts in Missouri, okay, okay. or Dublin, Ireland, where I'm at now. And I said, well, Ashley, I think I got a story that's good enough for you. I've been to Kansas City. I have not. It was fun. I really liked it, actually. It was really cool downtown. Man, are you all drunk? Me? I'm a little tipsy. Me too, man. But I'm not like... Uh... This episode is going to be fun. All right. All right, all right let's get to it. So, obviously, we're going to Missouri. Yeah. Now, guys, go to the Patreon page, patreon.com slash talkmurder. I'm putting all the pictures there, including a Google Earth image, which I'm about to show the girls where we're going, because we're going way out back. What was the hint? What did I say the hint was? The bar- old barn. Old creakety ass barn. <laughs> what movie is that from? Oh, uh, shoot. It's a Clint Eastwood movie. No, it's not. Burt Reynolds. Same thing. But no, 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 no. That's Deliverance. Yes. I also. Yeah, I do know it's like two. <laughs> I know it's like two creepy white guys sitting on a porch playing the banjo. No, it's like this. Oh, he's like inbreded. Yeah. Kid. Yeah. All right, well, All right, whatever. We're going to Missouri right now. I'll Although, tell you what. You know, it's a great Clint Eastwood movie. That was that's on Netflix. Grand Torino. Grand Torino. Oh my god, yeah. I want to see the yeah. new Clint Eastwood movie that's coming out. Yeah. Grand also, Torino they're coming out with an Elton John such movie. A badass. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. When he was like this. What a badass. He's a dude. My dad met him multiple times, and really, yeah, they were. Kind of. Yeah, I do want to see the new um, Clint Eastwood movie when it comes out. It looks good. <laughs> All right, let me move this bottle of Jack so I can see what the hell I'm doing. <clears throat> you know what I need to do before I go home? I need to figure out how to drill a hole in a glass bottle. All right, so we're at Missouri right now, I have guys. That wine bottle for Juliet for Christmas, the one that has her name on it from Tissy. Mm. If you guys, if you guys don't know yet, if you guys don't know, Missouri, Missouri, okay. I'm going to call it Missouri, is by Illinois, and it's almost in the I center. guessed Illinois. You did. I was close. So we're going to, now Ashley is from southeast um, Missouri, and I don't know exactly what city she's from. Probably Springfield, around Springfield area. I was here. But we are going to Springfield tonight because some of the story takes place here. Another right. Springfield. <clears throat> um, but... For the first start of the story, we're going to Chillicothe. Cool name. Now, probably did not spell that right. Now, Chillicothe is a hopping town. You want to talk about is booming population? You want to talk about like millions of people? We're not talking about Chillicothe. Well, you ain't talking about Chillicothe because you're talking about like 200 people. I was going to so. say 200 people. <laughs> Look at all the fun. What, what do you think uh, Chillicothe, Missouri is known for? Corn. Chili. You guys ain't gonna guess this. Chili Coffee, Missouri is known in nineteen twenty eight is Lane when they Lane. is when they got their name for being the first innovators to slice a loaf of bread. This is the <gasps> home of the sliced bread. bread. Wow. <laughs> bread? I didn't see Wonder Bread, but it's I know the best thing since sliced this, bread. This town was the first to cut the first people to cut a piece of bread. <laughs> For you guys. And they represent it, too, man. There's big bread signs everywhere. We're the fucking first, man. We cut the bread first. I mean, that's quite the expression. Yeah. yeah. 
You know, it's the best thing since sliced bread or yeah. the best thing since canned beer, you know? <laughs> so we're going to Chillicothe, Missouri. Actually, we're going a little up north to... In the farmland. Yeah, we're, yeah. see, this is the city. We're coming on here. What was the hint again? Old big old, old barn. barn. Yeah, we're going to find an old big old barn up here. We're coming to Livingston, Missouri. And actually, I want to tell you... Is that it? Is there only one house in Livingston? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's like five, but I'll find it. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> if I wasn't so drunk, so I could find it. So there's probably 30 people. How are you so drunk already? Did you already finish your drink? I'm pretty close, man. You guys got to catch up. So, guys, we are in the farmlands of Chillicothe, Missouri. Now, I'm not saying that Ashley's from here. She's from Springfield. You know, she's sophisticated. She's a makeup artist. She's a... Uh, uh, paranormal investigator. She doesn't have time to mess with these. But I am going to tell you, this is how I grew up that around these farmlands. Fun too. Yeah, yeah. The smell of cow shit's the best thing that you oh, ever saw. Uh, it's such a cow fun, shit and coffee in the morning. That's such all you a fun need. live music scene. Remember that time that everyone had the U2 album downloaded to their iTunes? Mm-hmm. I was like, "What the fuck is this? I didn't pay for this shit." Like, I do love. I do like the fact that they're Irish. Jen, Jen, like in the Nicole, name of love. Oh, I'm not ready. We all drink together besides Jen because she drinks a shit ton. Speak for yourself. You're the one who got way too smashed last week and had to have drink Grinch pancakes before you went to bed. Guys, did you enjoy uh, Golden State Killer episode? If you did, you could. if you listen to both, you can tell the level of drunkenness. Yep. Yep, you definitely could. 1989, police get a call from Crime Stoppers. You guys know Crime Stoppers? Is that still a thing? Uh, like are those like the neighborhood crime watch? No, Crime Stoppers. You never uh, saw those videos? Mm-mm. No. I always remember seeing like signs that were like neighborhood crime watch and the guy looked really creepy. And so I was always scared of no, the No, Crime Stopper. You never saw the Crime Stoppers? No. You know what I do remember? Um... Scruff, McGruff, McGruff, Chicago, Illinois, 60652. I'll never forget the Chicago, Illinois zip code ever in my oh. life. I, th- that used to play all the time. On the, well, I'm a little older. Are you talking about McGruff, the yeah. crime dog? Yeah. The, the dare Taking people? a bite out of crime. Scruff, McGruff, Chicago, Illinois, 60652. 60652. I remember that zip code. Zip? Yeah, I mean, it it's should be. Pizza. Hopefully it is. <sighs> All right. So 1989, Crime Stoppers phone rings Bling. off the hook. Like, burr, burr. like no one's ever calling this motherfucker. I mean, who the fuck calls Crime Stoppers? I know it, my high life thing. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't they call 911? That can only mean one thing. Well, Crime Stoppers is like a, a tip, a tipster line. Oh, okay. So 911's like, oh my God, someone's got a chainsaw and they're cutting off my leg. And then Crime Stopper's like, I know this guy. He may cut my leg off with the chainsaw kind of thing, you know. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like Crime Stoppers, you know. 1989. <laughs> that was a really interesting example. <laughs> Shit. I'm pretty sure if, like, my leg was getting cut off with a chainsaw, I wouldn't be like, excuse me, 911? Yes, someone is cutting my leg off with a chainsaw. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> we got to be clear when you call 911 because most time they're like, ah! like they hear all that and they're like, calm down, please. And by the time they say that, your leg is already severed. And they just don't seem like, like they so have just, the time for if you. You're le- like, yeah. like, get to the point. Jen, 1989, 
a fella named Jack McCormick. He calls the Crime Stoppers line. That's now, a strong name. Jack McCormick? Yeah. Irish name. Yeah. Or Scottish. I guess. Oh, is it Irish for real? McCormick or McCormick? MC Cormick. Like Cormick. 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 That's Irish. I, that's Irish? Is, is the difference at Mac is Scottish? Scottish. That's good because he was a raging alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. So Jack McCormick, he calls the police, Crime Stoppers, and he's up in Nebraska. And he's like, he ain't going to believe this. But there's an old-timey farmer down there in Missouri. He been killing all his farmhands down there and burying his bodies in the barns. And, of course, the detectives that he called, he called, he called the Chillicotha police. Now, these, these are great cops. I mean, every cop that is, a, you know, besides the real dirty ones. Cops are friends. That's like Manitoba. <laughs> but these cops are kind of backwards. Manitowoc. Yeah, I mean, that's Whatever. why I showed you the guys. That's why I guys showed you the Google Maps, man. Canada. Has because this too. is a city, and this is like ain't even a city. city. And I ain't making. <laughs> that's like that's like three blocks. And I'm not like making fun mall. of Ashley. I like probably don't even have a Walmart. Our oh. Patreon member Ashley, I ain't not making fun of of your upbringing because I'm telling you, I was right there with you. I was just further down south. That's true. We did get to drive by your farm the other. But day, I'm we... telling you, this is old farmland. If I ain't seen nothing else, I didn't know you grew up on a farm. Yeah, drove by. Well, now you did. Not far from where his grandparents live today. Oh, his grandparents had the farm. No, his his grandparents have a farm, and then John. When you were younger, lived nearby on a farm, but then, I, I grew up on a farm. But yeah. then, in your high school days, you were clo- a little bit closer to Columbia, and yeah. your friend now lives in your, your house. Jay McCormick calls Crime Stoppers and says, "Listen, I got a story to tell you. There's this old timey farmer down there. Now he's seventy five years old. And I know you ain't gonna believe this. His name is Ray Copeland." And I swear to, I swear on bejesus, I swear on all my mother, my mother's grave, that he's been killing farmhands and burying their bodies. Under the barn? And I've seen some of the skulls. I've seen them damn skulls. I've seen a thigh bone out there. And actually, I was working with them for a time. That's how I know this stuff. Could they have been any other, like, animal? Like, so, do you know that they're people bones? Okay, you're all right. You guys see, we're on Google Earth right now. Go to patreon.com to see the picture of the farm. You're gonna call and blame some 75 year old farmer. He ain't made nothing in his life. He works 20 hours a day tending his crop and his cattle. You gonna you gonna call and say he's committing murder? Who is this? I mean, did he have an agenda? Who are you to say that? Mr. Jack McCormick, let me look into your file. That's what they said. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Jack McCormick, it seems like you're a raging alcoholic. It seems like you're a transient worker. You just go to farm to farm, do transient work, and then you bail out. Are you going to do the whole You got the whole accent. I don't know. Why are you asking me? I can't get into your head. Mr. Jack McCormick, I'm sorry, sir, but you're just, I mean, you're, you don't have any credibility. You're just, you're in the bottle all the time. And he goes on about this cattle scheme, this 
Crazy cattle scheme, you know. How, raise your hand right scheme. now if you've ever been to a cattle auction. Take note at the table that I'm the only one with his hand up. <laughs> John, what takes place at a cattle auction? Uh, well, they sell cattle. That's what they do. Now, I'm sorry I'm talking in his accent. This brings me back to my childhood with his own Jack Daniel. I'm going to fucking hate myself tomorrow when I'm editing. I'm like, God damn it. Don't. Fucking shit. (laughs) Why didn't I do this better? I mean, you you don't have to do this in an accent. Jack McCormick calls the Crime Stoppers. They're like, uh, this doesn't happen here ever. I mean, this is a small community. I mean, was anyone reported missing or? Nobody was reported missing at all. All right. And this is the farm town. It's not like there's a serial killer that they're trying to catch. This is the farm town. It, With one, everyone, the local diner. Yeah, Nicole is t- counting out the farms six, on seven, Google Map. Eight, nine. Those nine, nine people you're town. counting right now, Nicole, are at the diner getting their eggs and their coffee. Mm. Everyone knows everyone. Now, I'm not saying this is where our Patreon supporter Ashley grew up, because remember, she grew up near Springfield. But this is the this is the farmland. If you ain't seen nothing else, this is the where the farm cattle are being raised, right here. So this is where we're going tonight. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. The cops they said, all right, Mister McCormick. Uh, you know we we actually looked into your background, and uh, it seems you got some bounce checks. Hmm. So it, I don't know why you're calling us now, but to blame this on some old farmer, 75 years old, it don't make much sense to me. But, you know, we're going to find you because you bounce some checks. The innocent farmer that they're, this guy, this random drunk guy that's not even in the same state, this Jack McCormick, what an asshole. He's calling and saying all this shit. About this guy, this farmer, this old timer, like your grandpa, like literally, I think of my grandpa, about the same age. At the time, he's 75 years old. Ray Copeland. Now, he's born in 1914. He's born in Oklahoma. You know what happened around 1914? World War One. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was 1918. Well, I mean, the, the Great Depression, yes. you know, was going on. I thought that was 1925 or something 29. like that. 29. October. But, but even up to that, it was everyone was struggling. Everyone was struggling. Even up to that, right? It was after the war, I thought. So he was struggling to survive during the entire Great Depression. Now, this is a hard-working farmer. Now, the detective that got the call from Jack McCormick, they checked Jack McCormick's file... Not much credibility, just a drunk. I mean, from farm to farm, Bounce just checks. Yep. bouncing checks, just life of crime. Not not pursuing a life of crime, but just, I mean, he's a drunk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you about how they, when they actually brought him in mm-hmm. later, you know, they had a warrant out for him. They thought he was missing. They thought he was dead. Hmm. You know where they found him? Where? Where? On the no. side of the damn road with the bottle in his hand, empty. Mm-hmm. How old drunk. is this guy? About 35, 40, hmm. you know, middle-aged guy. Okay. I was just curious. But back then, was older. back then, you know, I mean, this was a lifestyle for the guys that didn't have the family life, for the guys that weren't married, for the guys that maybe had a rough 
upbringing were addicted to drugs. Was the older guy that he's accusing also unmarried? No, he was married. That's the thing. He is an old-timey farmer. He is a staple of the community. Like, people look up to him. That's that's Ray Copeland and his wife, his wife, Faye Copeland. They're together all Ray the time. Ray and Faye? Ray oh. and Faye. They're wow. the cutest couple ever. The cute. I mean, that, that couple, they'll walk in the diner, and that little old-time diner doesn't even have a sign on door because it's such a backwoods neighborhood. They holding hands, they drinking coffee, and maybe if you look at just the right time, he gives that little peck on the cheek. Speaking of cute couples, um, rest in peace to President uh, George H.W. Bush. He just passed away two days ago, I yeah. think. You would see Ray and Faye. Ray and Faye, I mean, these are the elderly couple in the community of like 200, 300 people. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, they... I, mean, I, I don't even know what to say. Like, how would anyone accuse these people of anything? So the detectives were like, um, all right, well, we looked in your background, Mr. McCormick. And, and you're suspicious. Yeah, you're suspicious. So we do want to talk to you for some cattle fraud. Now, we have one detective in the Chillicothe police force that was really keen. And he was like, you know what? I know this is an old man. He's got a wife and he's a cattle farmer. And I'm just going to check in just a little bit. Because I'm just why do a little would bit. this guy report them? Yeah, it's kind of a strange, like, why would he report them? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a background check. I'm, I'm just going to check some things. And well, it's probably nothing, but... It's probably smart to just do yeah. a background check. All right, so this guy, Ray Copeland, born 1914, Oklahoma. When he grew up, he was... Around the Great Depression, moved around. Now, the detective's seeing a bunch of stuff that he can't explain. Like, okay, there's there's uh, reports here that he was arrested multiple times for stealing livestock and forging checks. And This is the 75-year-old? Yeah, the 75-year-old. Mm, and All the same things that the other guys. Yeah, you know, so he's kind of, the guy was kind of right on that. So any and he actually got caught and served a year in jail Ray in nineteen Jack? Ray, Ray Copeland, the old man. Seventy five year old. In nineteen forty he was released. Now he was stealing livestock, writing bad checks. He got released from jail in nineteen forty, and that's mm. when he met his beautiful wife Faye. All right. So things just doesn't really sit well with this detective. He's like, you know what, I think I should I think I should go pay him a visit. You know, it's probably nothing. There was one thing that the detectives were privy to, and that is there was a local cattle fraud going on. How, what is cattle fraud? All right, fraud? guys. Have you ever been to a cattle auction? No. Well, then I'm about to skill you up. Okay. Now, this is- But the, I do know about Temple Grandin. Who? Temple Grandin? No idea. She was the she was um she's autistic, but she was like she totally revolutionized the way that um like the cattle we go into our cattle like the way that the cattle go in to get slaughtered. She made it like more comfortable for them. That has nothing to do with cattle auctions. Sure it does. Well, auctions and slaughterhouses. No, 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 no. People buy cattle to raise cattle on the farm, babe. 
Yeah, I'm you, agreeing with you. But most cattle auctioners don't buy cattle to send to the slaughterhouse. You, you go and get a cattle for your farm so they can graze and then produce more cows. Well, yeah, she's she's a, she's a cattle advocate. I don't know. She's kind of cool. That's There's why, a movie. Yeah, that's why per- purchasing kosher meats is very important. All right. Well, they, they shout out to you. Animals humanely. Shout yeah. out to yeah, you. What's her name? Temple Grandin. Temple Grandin. Shout Grandin. Whatever. Listen, I'm talking about cattle auctions, Jen. You go in. All right, so they're selling 100, cows. 100, I see you 350 up to $450, $1,000. Boom. Cows go for $1,000? Cows go for more than $1,000. These cows go for up to five grand. How do you know which cows are good and which ones aren't? Well, you just got to be there, Jen. You got you to gotta know the landscape. You got to be in the moment. You got to <laughs> see the cow, see how big his balls are. You got to slap him on the ass and see if his tail moves, Jen. I have a feeling like you're being serious about this, actually. I mean, it depends. Like, an old cow is not going to go for as much as a young, younger, strong cow. Anyway, no, cattle auctions. I've been to a couple of them, right? It's a big circle. It's like a, um, like a rodeo-looking house. Everyone's sitting around this big circle. They bring the cattle in. It smells like cow shit, which I think is a wonderful smell, by the way. And then they auction off the cows, just like they would auction off a piece of artwork. Just the same thing. They go for a couple thousand dollars each. Hmm. Now. Cows are expensive. Now, Ray was known for being a thief. Now, you wouldn't know that as a police officer, but you would know that if you talked to the local farmers around here. You would know he likes to get things for free. He likes to write bad checks every once in a while. He likes to... He's kind of a dirty farmer. But then again, at this time period, these farmers aren't making enough. I mean, these farmers can't even feed themselves. You know? Who are you going to blame? The economy. But surely this guy ain't killing people. He's 75 fucking years old. Yeah, Yeah, Joseph Joseph DiDiangelo is 72 now. At Huntington, we've been asking ourselves, can we make saving money any easier? And we think we've solved it. Introducing Money Scout. It analyzes your spending habits, income, and expenses to find money not being used in your checking account, then pushes it to savings automatically. Why would a bank do that? Just to help people thrive. That's how we reinvent banking. Huntington, welcome. Subject to eligibility, terms, conditions, and account agreements. Learn more and enroll at Huntington.com slash Money Scout. At First Commonwealth Bank, we know better banking begins with better ways to do the things you need to do. That's why we've made it easy to open a new First Commonwealth checking account with our simple-to-use mobile account opening. Now, the same device you use to talk, text, snap, share, schedule, email, navigate, and watch can help you open a great checking account, too. Visit fcbanking.com from any device and upgrade your digital banking to better with mobile account opening. First Commonwealth Bank. Member FDIC. Yeah, but he was killing Joseph James D'Angelo from our Golden State Killer episode was 30 years old when he was killing people. He ain't 75 and then starting to kill people. All right. Good point. Yeah. Well, so was this guy probably. I mean, because you don't typically start killing people when you're older. Yeah. It's now habit that you typically start when you're in the 20s and 30s that I we've learned from you from all this podcasting. Now, they... And a white male, no less. They found the cattle fraud scheme. It seems like Ray was probably up to it. But what's a cattle fraud? Here's how the cattle fraud scheme works. That was a good question, Nicole. Thank you. Ray was 
well known for being fraud. You couldn't trust him. If he says he's going to write you a check, it ain't going to clear. So he had a reputation for nothing. He had a reputation with the local farmers, not with the police. Okay. The local farmers. So outside perception, local police, he's a sweet old man. Yeah. If Ray Copeland goes to an auction house and buys some cattle, ain't nobody going to take a check. They're going to take cash from old Ray because he's known for that. Here's what he was accused of, accusing an old innocent man. I mean, shh, can hardly believe this. He would go down to Springfield, where old Ashley's from, around them parts. He would hire hobos and drifters. He would go to these homeless shelters, you know, where they're just struggling, man. They're struggling. I mean, they could eat, but they eat soup, smoke a cigarette a day. I like soup. I don't like soup. Yeah, but can you live off soup? Sure. No. Why not? I like substance with my food. So he Apparently, would hire these. Kate Upton only eats liquid foods, but you know I'm not a supermodel, so I like. Maybe substance. Yeah, what I need to do is just eat soup. <sighs> I love soup. I actually just bought a cookbook with just soup in it. There you go. But it's like. Well, you probably awesome. should get your money back. I mean, just take out the. You know, if it, there's like noodles and potatoes and rice. But that's the best part. It's the carbs. Jen, the best way to lose weight is develop a trendy Coke habit. <laughs> this is where the old Rafe Copeland, the farmer yeah. of Old Town, Missouri, Missouri was accused of. He was accused of going hiring hobos. He would go down to the homeless shelter, hire a hobo, and he said, hey, you can come live with us. My wife, Faye, she cooks a good dinner at night. You can get that for free. I just need some help on my farm. I got 40 acres. I need some help around the farm. Doing this, that, and the other. And they say, all right. And then that sounds good to me. He says, all right, I'll give you room and board and $50 a day as your pay. You're going to work all day now. You get to sleep in a warm bed. You get my wife cooking for you. But then you work up and work, uh, you work up, wake up and work your ass off. That's what he said, just like that. End quote. <laughs> Those are his exact words. Yeah. Wow. So Great research, John. Now, but instead of yeah, he, he would have them do local farm stuff like you know plowing and fixing doors and fixing hinges and sweeping the corn or whatever shit. But then he would say, hey. You know, I'm I'm involved in this little thing, and here's what I want you to do. I want you to go down to the local bank there in Chillicothe. I want you to open up a checking account. Now, here's $300. This is what Ray, what he was, was an innocent old man was accused of. He would say, 75 years old man. Well, he was in 75 when he was doing all this stuff. Yeah, he was. This, uh, he's like 72. All right. 72 year old man. All right. Hey, I want you to go... And I want you, I'm going to give you $300. So I'm, it's not like he was w- dumb and young doing this stuff. He was doing this as he was older, too. He's like, hey, you take this money, this $300. You can go down to Chillicothe and you open up a uh, checking account with your name in it on it. You put that money right up in there. And here's what we're going to do. We're going to, I'm going to take you to the local cattle auction. I'm going to tell you what I want, which cattle that I want. Because obviously I can't buy cattle because everyone knows I'm a fraud. You're going to buy the cattle 
and then you're going to pay for it with a check in your name. Now, at first they'd go by it, they would go first and they would actually write a check for $200 so it clears, you know? Mm-hmm. But then they would go back the next time and write a check for $3,000, which is how much cattle go for. This is a business, you know? Supply and demand, Jen. So you had to get the first check kind of down? Yeah, you got to build the credibility. Mm. Then he would go back and buy a cattle, buy some cattle for $3,000, buy a cow for $3,000. But the check wouldn't clear. It would bounce. But then what would happen? This the guy that wrote the check, his farmhand, would go missing. So the cops would go down, and this multiple times they went down to Ray and said, "Hey, what the hell? Like your farmhand bought this cow, paid three thousand dollars, his check bounced. Where the hell is he?" Ray, the old timing man, seventy three years old, said, "I don't know. You know how them transients are. They here today, they gone tomorrow." Damn, and they were here. Uh, I was paying them fifty dollars a day. Oh, so it's in. So the guy that makes the call, he is only has showing up as writing bad checks because he was told to do so. The by guy Ray. that was that made the call was one of these guys. Hmm. Okay, I'm so he that. wouldn't have this kind of mark on his name had Ray Copeland not told him to go write some bad checks. Yeah, exactly. So that's what he says. This whole story is like, all right. And they're talking to Jack McCormick. They, all right. So you're telling me he's getting these f- random transient farmhands to go write checks. And when then you they say bounce. transient, like, transient, like in and out, in and out there. Oh. They come here. They're all over the Are map. they all over the country? Yeah, they're all over I'm, the country. They I'm don't like, have family life. They just huh. travel and make money. Interesting. Like they might be on their way to California f- from another place Rapes or something. Wrath. And and then, um, but in order to make money to keep going, they would work for a little bit and mm. and stay with Ray, and then make their money, and then go on to their next stop mm. until they get to the, where they're going. Now the police would come down. Really grapes of wrath. The police would come down yeah. to ask Ray. The cops come down to ask Ray. He's like, "Where the hell is this guy? He done wrote bad checks. I need to find him." Ray's like, "I don't know. You know how these transies are. They they here today. They gone tomorrow." I don't know. We were feeding them good food. My my wife, Faye, was feeding them up. They were working. I was giving them good money. And, you know, in fact, he wrote me a bad check, too. And and Ray would go over to the counter and pull out a check that that transient had wrote him that bounced. Hmm. That's like, shit, it's man. I, I mean, how the hell are you going to catch this guy, right? You can't. The, the cops started noticing all these guys that were involved in this check cattle, this cattle... Checking fraud. They all worked for Ray. They all went missing. Well, they all worked for Ray, but there's about eight of them, and they were all missing. Hmm. They couldn't find them anywhere. The only one they can find was Jack McCormick, and he's the one that said he was killing them. Well, I know why you can't find them. Because they were dead. Because you were, Ray, Ray Copeland's shooting them in the head. Hmm. He said, that's not right. They go and find Jack McCormick. Now, like I said, he's... You see these rows here on Google Earth? Mm-hmm. You, like, there's, like, nothing but farmland. They found him passed out in a ditch on one of these. I mean, he was in Nebraska, but it looked like this. Passed out, drunk. He still had a bottle in his hand. You know how the cops, like, they'll kick him. He's like, Excuse me. 
it's cute. He's like, oh, and then he like automatically looks at the bottle and tries to get that Why last little drop. Why is Jen on the floor in the <laughs> middle of the hallway? Hello? Oh, no, he is in a ditch, like in the nowhere land. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is like probably kind of about to get eaten by wolves or something. Like, I mean, he is out there in the sticks, you know? So they bring him back to the office and they say, all right, this is, I kind of believe you. I kind of damn believe you. So you know what they do? The the detectives, they get a search warrant. And they go down to Ray's home. Now, he ain't there. Faye is there. Ray's at some local diner. And they're like, they talk to Faye. They're like, uh, is your husband burying all these bodies? Like, you know. And she's like, what the hell? This is, no, this is just a big farce. Husband doesn't do that. Are you or kidding was me? it? Or does he? These transients are just, they're here and they're out. That's just how they are. That's their life. October 1989. That is my mom's birthday. They finally got that search warrant. They had up to 40 officers out there. Now, this isn't in the middle city, urban city, cops SWAT, like breaking in. Everyone's like, in the buildings up top, balconies, looking over. This is in the sticks. You put 40 officers out there in the dirt, in the mud, in the cow shit, right? Searching a barn in some farmland, 40 acres of farmland. That's what that looked like. How crazy would that have looked? They spent nine days digging. They didn't find anything. And the whole time, the media, this was a sensational story. I mean, this chili coffee, the home of the first sliced bread from 1928. And now you have a supposed serial killer that has killed eight people, apparently. His old man. He killed eight people, apparently. And they're all buried in his barn, right? <laughs> the media were out there. And I want to say all the... Were they buried underneath the barn? Well, I didn't say they were buried anywhere. I didn't say this guy was guilty or not. I am saying, though, that the media went out there with their cameras and their lights, camera action. Standing on the pickup truck, standing in cow shit. Did they find anything? Because that was all it was. Also, I apologize, John. All I can think about when you're telling this story is that... Um, like the visual image is your grandparents as Faye and Ray. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. I'm sorry. I can't help it. I mean, guys, and got you know, I'm on Google Earth. Think about this. Think about 40 detectives coming in here. The media pulls off to the side of the road. They're all they're standing on top of their vans with their camera. Now you get the whole the rest of the 50 people that live in this county. Like Anchorman yeah. when they're filming the panda birth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the rest of the town had binoculars. They thought it was a big joke. that These cops are running amok, man. These cops are just chasing their tail. Are you kidding me? This 75-year-old man's like a serial killer. Killed eight people, buried them in a fucking well, barn. Well, it's not like he started it when he was 75. He started much earlier. Oh, he did Apparently, he started when he was 72. He had that many people, transient workers, between the ages of 72 and 75? This yeah, is the this 80s, is, man. Yeah, this is, babe, this is like a transient worker per week, literally. Hmm. One one transient worker would come one week. He would skip out in the night. 
they would get right. another one. I thought, I thought he. We were talking like no. Over this is time. like they, you would see a tra- oh, no. They wouldn't even know strange. these guys. It would be like day one day, two day, three day, maybe, it's and then very he's gone. Strange though, for if he okay. No, that's just how it was though. No, no. no. I mean, not, all the I'm farmers. Not, did I'm not that. saying that is weird. I'm saying as if if this guy is guilty, that's very strange to start at 72 years old. That maybe is not money common. was really tight. And he needed these people. No, money was really tight, and I mean, but you don't have to kill them. Mon- money was really tight, and every farmer did credit. that. Yeah, but then like they could speak out against you. So no, you you guys aren't getting it. It's not your credit. Like you, if you don't make money in these parts in this time period, and you don't eat, you don't feed that lovely wife of yours. You can't feed that little dog running around. It ain't about credit. It's about getting bread on the table. You hear me? Loud and clear. So they go down there for nine days. They dig around. They finally got the search warrant. This is a big farce. They don't find shit. Now, they think about all these cops walking through this cow shit, all this media, television cameras going through this cow shit. They don't find anything. I mean, they're like, what the fuck? They finally go get Jack McCormick in there, the one that made this accusation. And they bring him down there and say, show me exactly where these damn bodies are. And he couldn't. He couldn't remember. He's a drunk. You know. And there's where it should have ended. But no, the detective was, he knew, he knew something was up. He didn't know what, but he, I mean, he knew something was up. He knew, like, this is the same guy that had the hunch, like, oh, maybe you're all on this background check after all. Yeah. Same guy. So what he did was he would... got an intuition. He investigated more of... your heart, your intuition. Sorry. Just because i So what he did was he investigated... He also had a song that was called Intuition. So what he did was he investigated more into how Ray Copeland makes money. Now this is the this is the barn that they were searching right here. This yeah. is Ray Copeland's farm. Okay. You guys can want to go to patreon.com slash talk murder to see all these pictures. Now he knew something was up. He he knew something was just not right. So he he looked in Ray's background. How's this guy making money? I mean, he can't be making too much. I mean, his his wife is still kind of supporting him. She works at a factory shop. Okay, it seems like Ray, I mean, he's a farmer. He's been a farmer. When he could crawl, Jen, it wasn't crawl, walk. No, it was crawl, farm, and then learn how to walk. I mean, this guy has been a farmer since he came out of the womb. Mm. So he would also make money by going to other people's farms and barns and doing farm work. Yeah. Being a farmer. He was a farmer. So he was like a transient worker himself. So Yeah, but in the neighborhood. So... They were like, all right, this guy's going to all these other barns. Let's go check these other barns out. And they, so for a few days, they went around to all these other places that he's done work at. No matter what it is, plow the field, maybe fix some something wrong with the barn or whatever, bale some hay. He went to, the detectives went to all these places. Finally... They go into this one barn. They're about to quit. They're about to be embarrassed. This is national television now. They're about to be like, holy shit. We blaming this 75-year-old man. I feel like an idiot. 
Yeah. They go into this one barn. And here's a picture of them. <gasps> oh, no. Are there bodies in the bales of That's hay? A lot of hay. Yeah. And they find... A needle in a haystack? They find this. <gasps> what? Oh. Whoa. Is that a body? Yeah, that's a body. That's a body wrapped in plastic. Yeah. Now, that body has been there for about three, two to three years. Wow. Wow. Preserved. Yeah. But you can't really, I can't, you can't really make it out too much. You can only see the feet and then you have to imagine. Yeah, it gets a little hazy. It almost looks like a drawing. Yeah. That's fucking creepy. So they were buried in bales of hay. Where were they looking? Were they looking in the backyard? Like, where? They're like, oh, I can't find them. They're in the fucking hay. I mean, you're talking about going to a big farm, babe. Like, I know that there's a lot of land, but where were they looking? Would they think that the the cow manure kind of cover the smell? Is that what happened? Like, how would you not smell rotting flesh? True. Very pungent. Mm. But also, like, did they not look in the fucking hay in the barn? Well, bales of hay are heavy. Yeah, but, like, just get some pitchforks. Like, are you hitting something in there? Well, they had those little um, spike things. Yeah, Yeah. you catch anything? Well, like... A body? But, but... If it's a dead body and it's been dead for a while, the blood will coagulate. It won't be like... True. But, I mean, like, hay otherwise should be easy to pitch through until you hit the ground. So if you're hitting something other than the ground... Oh, yeah, that's a good point, yeah. So there's one. Ooh. There's one of the bodies. And a head? Well, no head? Yeah, that's the neck and head. See, they're wrapped in plastic. Uh Uh-huh. And you can still see the the tennis shoes were the first things they pulled Ooh. out. There's the skull right there. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the uh, bodies wrapped in plastic. Now they found three of these bodies in there in this one barn. They found three bodies. Yep. Ray says they come back to Ray and said, "All right, we just found three bodies in a barn that you worked in," and he said, "You." I had no idea. He said, that ain't my barn. What are you talking about? The cows must have done it. That ain't my barn. I ain't know what y'all talking about. You think it isn't his barn? I feel like... No, it's not his barn. It's a barn he was working in. Hmm. That's kind of smart. It wasn't the barn on his property? No, it was not on his property. That's Uh, smart. Yeah, that is smart. No. Not smart enough, apparently. So, the bodies they found, 21-year-old Paul Calvert from Arkansas. Now, I think they're where in Missouri. Mm-hmm. Paul Calvert from Arkansas. 27-year-old John Freeman from Oklahoma. 27-year-old Jimmy Harvey from Missouri. These are transients. Mm-hmm. Not only do no one knows they're missing, but also no one's looking for them. Yeah. May they I don't ask. Yeah. It doesn't matter, I guess, but maybe it does. We're, what were the races of these victims? Oh, they're all white. Okay. Yeah, they're all white. See, it doesn't matter, I guess. Yeah, I mean, just I know, because I, the... I was kind of thinking, too, like, what... It was... What was, was the motive, purely yeah. just, No, it, like, yeah, it was you, just... You bounced a check, and I didn't want you to go blabbing? Yeah, they're all white. Now, with the bloodhounds and everything else, they found those three bodies. But there were five more. So they go up to Ray Copeland and be like, yeah, 
No, I, I will tell you that it's good for you, buddy. The detective said that I saw an interview with him. And he said, you know, at first, this is a 75-year-old man. This is your elder. He didn't do anything. But then when he actually interviewed him, he said that he never, ever in his career until that day saw the face of evil hmm. because he knew he knew in his in his heart in his hmm. mind that this guy even though he was saying i didn't do it i didn't do it i don't know what this is about he was killing these people interesting you know a lot of people say that like a lot of like victims and even detectives use that phrase a lot face of evil hmm. it really makes you think like how many evil people are out there, but then you have to have like that hope that there are some good people out there still. I mean, I think it's the majority that there are good people, but if you, I mean, this guy trusted his intuition, you know, like I think if you sent something is off, trust it. Yeah. I think cops said that, uh, you know, just because they've done it so long, maybe. I mean, they're probably trained to, to some extent. Not only that, but a lot of cops are intuitive too. Like, Mm -hmm. Let me tell you a little bit about the transient workers. I mean, who are these people? This is the son are of... Are we talking Ra- about eight or just the three that have been found? I mean, all the one. More than in eight. In general? But in general. More than eight. Well, not... There were eight missing. But this is the son of Ray Copeland and Faye Copeland. Mom would feed him at the table just like any of us kids. You know, part of the family type of deal. About four or five weeks, days, you know, however long he wanted to use them. And then all of a sudden they were gone. Ray was a very violent man. Now, he had to move the family around all during their upbringing due to his constant petty crime. And during this time, he served several, several jail sentences. Hmm. There was one time he, uh, one of my brothers was scraping the bottom of his bowl to you and had oatmeal. He didn't like the sound and took a frying pan to him. Ooh. Um Myself, personally, milking cows, uh, the old cow kicked the bucket over. He took a pair of metal cow kickers and beat me with them uh, for no reason. Uh, that was everyday occurrence with him. Every time he'd get arrested, he would call me to come and bail him out. I bailed him out of jail quite a few times. About every 18 months seemed like his police out there and him being gone for a while. Uh, it was common for us as growing up. I told you about the scheme. He would hire these hobos, these transients. They he'd set them up three hundred bucks, open a checking account. They go once or twice. Checks would clear, and then when they go make the big purchase, checks wouldn't clear, and then the guy that was on the bank account would disappear. That was the scheme. Now, how does he kill him? Because obviously he did it, right? Come on, you guys. Yeah. He's 75, I know, I know, he's like your grandpa, but come on, man, you gotta... Yeah. Either that or he had a right-hand man who actually killed... Them. This is out in the sticks, he ain't got no right-hand man. Just saying. Alright, here's how right he did it, guys. Woman. Here's how he did it. Poison. Now, these transient workers, after they would buy that cattle, the three, the big one, the $3,000, $5,000 cattle, cow or whatever, mm-hmm. he would go sell it, and then before that check would bounce... Ray would wake that transient worker up in the middle of the night. Hey, come on out here now. And he's an older man. Come on. Hey, I, I know it's late, but can you help me with something? 
I think there's a, a raccoon in, in the barn. He said, I think there's a raccoon. I've been hearing noise. They're going to scare, uh, scare, scare the cattle away. I need you to help me. And he'd go out there. That transient worker would wake up, like half asleep, like, like what? Raccoon? All right, come on. We'll do it. They walk out to the barn. Ray Copeland's got his twenty-two caliber Marlin rifle, which mm. is a great rifle, by the way. It's very good. They go out to the barn, and then Ray Copeland points over, and they, they open the barn doors. It creak, creak, creak. You know, the barn doors. They go up in there, move some of the hay around a little bit, and say, right there. Ray's like, right, right over there. That, that raccoon's there. There's a nest of them under there. I can I damn hear them. And I can hear him right now. Why don't you, you just go ahead and poke that stick in that hole right there. Keep poking that stick in that hole. And then when they jump out, when them raccoons jump out, I'll shoot them. Now, according to Jack McCormick, that same thing went down. With him? With Jack McCormick. But Jack McCormick, he was poking in that little hole. But then for some reason, he turned around and saw that rifle barrel pointed right at his face. And he's like, whoa, whoa, Ray, old man, Ray, whoa. And he gets up, he's, and Ray's just sitting there with a the rifle pointed at him. Jack McCormick's like, you gonna kill me right here, Ray? Is this it? You gonna kill me? And somehow Jack McCormick convinces him he says i'm i'm gonna get my stuff and i'm gonna leave and you never hear from me again i won't tell about your cattle scheme fraud or anything just let me get my stuff and go but the other people that didn't make that split second head turn they weren't so lucky they got it right in the back of the noggin 22 caliber boom single shot every skull they pulled out of that barn Hmm. was the same rifle shot in the back of the skull. Pow! They're down there in that dirt. I don't see... Ray, I don't see any raccoons down here. I don't... I can't hear any raccoons down here. And all of a sudden, it's a pow! Right in the back of the skull. They're dead. Hmm. Every one of them. One single shot. Boom. That's how it happened. i tell you that right now. So this 75-year-old man is killing people. He's a serial killer. Holy shit. It, it, it still is just interesting to me that he didn't start this so late in life. Yeah. Well, you know, it was money motivated. I mean, Ray Ray would say that these people ain't, they're, they're the lowest people on earth. They're transients. No one cares about them. You know, I mean, he's he can make three grand profit by bouncing these checks and none of the checks go back to him because they they go back to these missing yeah. transients, you know. Hmm. But I mean, it's definitely an unsustainable business model. I'll tell you that right now. I mean, how's I he mean, going to keep I, it going? I guess he did pretty well up until he shouldn't have let that person go. Yeah, he, that was his downfall. He should not yeah. let a person go. They go and they found two more bodies after that. They found five in total, including one right outside that barn in a local well. Hmm. It was just a, you know, the person's well. He was yeah. just stuck yep. down there. So oh. Ray was hiding these bodies all over the place. Now, there's more out there. 
And why I say that is because the police, they found a list. Hmm. They found a hit list. Hmm. These are all the people that are missing. Hmm. And I'm showing on picture right now. All the ones that are exes are dead. But there are other ones that haven't been found. They can't be there's traced back. Ten total? There were eight total. So they must but be dead. ten on that list. Well, yeah, there's two crossed out. Four crossed out. Oh, two at the top. Yeah. yeah. So there's more buried out there in the in the farm somewhere. So whoever bought that house, you have ghost roommates, as Jen likes to say. Now, all right, so... It's true. You guys believe this? You guys believe a 75-year-old man would do this shit? I mean, it is kind of hard to believe that... Like yeah, said, no shit. So late in life, but I yeah. guess... Um, now, the death list that they found with the exes... I mean, Ray... That old timer, he couldn't write. He writes you something, it he can't read it. You can't read it. Yeah, that looks like really neat handwriting. Somebody somebody other than Ray Copeland wrote that list. I don't understand why people would test Because it. Ray could not read or write. And with bookkeeping, uh, writing names down, where they were at, things like this, I mean, he needed somebody to write them down. She told the police, she told me, Ray told her, put an X beside it. You got to understand how they lived, how they were grown up. You did what your husband told you to do. Ray could not write legible enough for anyone to read it, including himself. He had mom do it. I know that. Mom told even the police department that she had written them down for him. And then they asked her, you know, well, who are they? I don't know. Ray just told me to write them down. Yeah, yeah that's a I good mean, point. He, so He could have been protecting her. Well, no, when they both went, they both got tried for murder and Faye, the defense, they were tried separately and Faye, the defense for her was, she's old fashioned. That was the exact words, actually. She's an old fashioned woman. She does what she's told. Hmm. Ray wants her to do something. She's going to do it. Now, she's 68 at the time. Hmm. They both go to court convicted of murder. Both of them get convicted? Both of them. Mm. Faye was convicted of four counts of murder. Huh. Convicted of one count of manslaughter. She was given four death sentences. Wow. That's pretty steep. What? Now, Ray was convicted of five counts of murder, and it's also sentenced to death. These two people were, at the time, the oldest people on death row. So she was also sentenced to death? She was also sentenced to death, yeah. This is her speaking. We were just everyday people. I was taught from childhood on. You married, you stayed with them. Husband was the boss, and he was the boss. The cops said, all right, Faye, we know there's eight bodies around here somewhere. Where are they? If you give us some names, it's the places where they're at, then we'll give you a lighter sentence. And she said, no, I ain't talking against my husband. This is how I'm grown up. And I ain't making fun of it because I'm from that. I don't know. If I were in that position, like, if it means, if it means, like, the difference between justice and, like, like, obstructing justice, I don't know if I would, like, I don't know what my conscience would tell me to do. It depends on if I thought what 
they were doing was right or wrong. If I didn't know for sure what he was doing, you know what I mean, type of thing? Yeah. These people were like the typical grandmother and grandfather. They worked hard. They uh, seemed to just lead real quiet lives. He looked like a typical Missouri farmer to me. He looked like a man who'd worked hard all his life. She looked like a grandma that you would go to on uh, Sunday and for Sunday dinner. Ray worked all the time. Didn't do anything major, but he worked all the time cleaning farms up for people. Financially, Ray didn't have a lot. He lived from day to day like everybody else. So I found these comments on um, some blog. They're pretty cool. In all caps, Heather Copeland, September 3rd, 2004, at 9.43 a.m. These people are my great-grandparents. I live in Chillicothe, or Chillicothe, however it's pronounced, and just recently buried my grandmother who died of old age, diabetes, and pneumonia. I love her, and still to this day, I believe she had nothing to do with it. Heather and whoever else it might concern, I know that Ray and Faye were someone's parents and grandparents, but the facts remain the same. I myself grew up here and was old enough to understand what was going on. Ray and Faye were both guilty, and the courts found them both guilty. Yeah, everyone was and still angry about that. Heck, I won't let my kids go with any of their friends unless I have met their entire family because of what Ray and Faye did. They took something precious from my hometown, and that is still a feeling of being safe while riding a bike or letting your kids go to the store by themselves. I myself forgave them both a long time ago and wish the family only the best, but please don't disrespect yourself or the families of their victims because of because for one, it's gross, and it'll only make you look like you condone murder. Uh, Heather Harvey, September 6, 2015. Ray and Faye Copeland murdered my uncle. Copeland in the blood, February 2nd, 2005 at 2 p.m. Tony is correct on both counts. I've got Copeland blood running through my veins as well and and was there during that time. Old enough to know a thing or two. It's long past time for anger. With cases like these, whether it be your grandfather or neighbor or stranger on the news, all you can do is pray, forgive, and move on. Hey, my uncle was Thomas Park. He was on that list that Faye wrote in here in her handwriting with the X by his name. He has never been heard from since February of 1989. Gee, wonder what happened to him. He was murdered by Ray and, yes, Faye Copeland. She is guilty. Face it. No way she didn't know what was going on. So what do you guys think? You think she knew or not? I mean, she's an old-fashioned woman. If Ray's like, you put the X by that name. Because I can't do it. I don't. I'm, I, I think can't she write. knew, but I don't think she probably asked questions. But I think she knew. I yeah. I I would have to agree with that. I think that you know it. It doesn't. It doesn't take a lot to understand what an X by a name means when you make a list of people. No. Like, yeah. Sorry. You know what I mean? And and like you would have to catch on at some point i think especially Even- if like you knew that this guy was sleeping in you know somewhere on your property and all of a sudden the next one day he's, he's just not there just, yeah and i understand and that happens eight times i understand they're transient workers that's an important fact especially since they move on from place to place but at the same time like transient workers like they still I feel like would still they would have a contract or something and and they would have to give some sort of notice. Hey, like tomorrow's going to be my last day. They wouldn't just disappear in the middle of the night. I feel like, you know, you have a contract to to fill out, to fulfill, even if it's not written down, be like, "Okay, I'm going to employ you for 2 weeks." And then at the end of 2 weeks That's probably when you get paid. 
right. the end of it, too. Right. So, I mean, and then if they disappear, like, halfway through, it's like, all right, well. I do want to say that the police actually found the clothes of the transients in their home, too. Mm. And one of them was, because, you know, how are you going to prove clothes? One of them was a belt with the person's name inscribed on it, mm. like his first name. Ray and Faye Copeland was my great aunt's mom and dad. While it's only necessary to say that they should have both rotted in jail for what happened, I have to agree with Heather. I have heard plenty of the stories from Ray's own daughter and how much of a piece of shit he was. He was a wife beater and only thought about himself. If anything, she did what she did to survive from his murderous hands. They're both gone now, so God will be the ultimate judge in this situation. Pretty interesting story. Um, I'm going to do a couple videos from Faye, and then we'll be done. Why would he do something like that? When he had, we had everything paid for, we didn't owe for nothing. We had, we had truck paid for, everything, all the machinery and all, farm and everything. Why would he turn around and do something like that if he didn't? So she so, doesn't think he did it? He she, well, that's Faye Copeland. She well, she maintains her innocence. Her she, innocence, but she didn't. Yeah, no, she thinks he did it, but she says she had nothing to do with it, and her son says she had nothing to do with it. But I was not with him when he done his bad deeds. I knew nothing about it, and it didn't include me. When you compare. I know that this is a very small sample, but when we were talking about Margaret Ho in the episode last time on Patreon, yeah. and you look at body language, like, either she's a very good liar, because she doesn't change body position, she doesn't change eye contact at all, she's very steady in what she's saying, whereas the the lady from last week, you can tell that she's fucking lying. She looks down to the right, yeah. she gets all kind of flustered. So, I mean, based off of body language, it's not... I want I, I to completely rule out her story. Fa- ...denied any knowledge of the murders. I asked no questions. Wouldn't have done me any good if I had him, because he'd have slapped me across the house. All right, here's how it went down. They were both on death row. Now... Did she spend the rest of her life in prison? She... So, they were both the oldest people on death row. <clears throat> a lot of people thought she was the victim. Now, I, I don't know. But I kind of believe her. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I I, I don't. I agree with Nicole. I think maybe she may have been suspicious of what was going on, but I don't think she had all the details. I don't think she wanted to ask, and so... But, I mean, this I all happened... I don't think it's worthy of a death sentence. I don't know. Maybe I, I think it's some like years. conspiracy or yeah, whatever. Yeah, uh, accessory to... Yeah. This all happened in 1989-1990, guys. So, they're both on death row. Ray died of natural causes on October 19, 1993, while sitting on death row. His body was cremated. August 6, 1999, was that six years later? Mm-hmm. Faye's sentence was overturned, hmm. but she was wow. still sentenced to life in prison, but she was no longer on the death penalty. She got five consecutive life terms without parole. But uh, three years later, on August 10th, 2002, she suffered a stroke and she was partially paralyzed and unable to speak. And 2002 in September, Bob Holden, the governor, authorized a medical parole, which filled her one wish that she had not to die in prison. And she was paroled to a nursing home in her hometown of Chillicothe, Missouri, 
And she died at the age of 82. She left behind five children and 17 grandchildren. I think it worked out for her. Yeah, you know? that's yeah. a better ending. I, I like that ending. I, I like that ending for her. Because I, 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 even if she did know about it, if you're in that type of relationship, what is you really going to do? Yeah. You're out in the sticks. It's either you or them. Exactly. So I, I like how that story turned out because... Yes, she spent some time in prison, but she didn't get put to death. And she did. She ended up in a retirement home in her hometown, which is could have been where she would have ended up anyway. I mean, she was an old woman, you know, she died natural causes. And also, like, especially if money, I mean, in her clip, she said money was all set with them. But like, if money was tight. And she didn't have anything to do with it. Yes, she was in prison, but she, she had not. three meals a day and had a place to sleep and didn't have to worry about paying any bills. But also, yeah. she may not have really known what the financial situation was. So she may have been the literate one and could have um, been writing, but she may not have fully understood what their financial That's true. situation yeah. was. But, I mean, okay, so if we were going to say, like, if she was only convicted of being an accessory to murder, she was, what, 70-ish? She was mm-hmm. 68 when this stuff was going on. No, so she maybe got she convicted was... of four murders. No, I know, but how, how old was she when she was convicted of these? You know, 68, 70, 69. Whatever. She was arrested when she was 68. So if she was convicted at, say, 69, and you're convicted of being an accessory to murder, the amount of time that she actually spent in jail is probably about right. Yeah. Yeah, and she died 12 years later, you know, in a good home. Like, I I feel for her, man. Like, yeah. Because, yeah, she even if she knew, I, I don't think she's evil, man. Well, I don't. she didn't actually commit the act. She, she didn't commit. She, def- she definitely didn't commit the act. Yeah. And she was yeah. just, I think she was battered, she man. She shouldn't have been treated that way. Right. You know, and I, I think, you know, and, and she probably lived with that. I think a lot of it, too, is part of the times and when yeah. she was convicted and, you know, oh, she should have known better. Yeah. And- yeah. So that's my story on you guys didn't think that old man was going to do it, did you? I didn't make any decision. I was had an open mind. Yeah, because, I mean, who who would... I mean, think about my grandpa, you know, or your grandpa, your grandpa. I, I mean, you think grandpa. 80-year-old grandpa is going to go out and start killing people? I mean, he was 75 years old when he decided to start it, killing people. Yeah, that is very strange. Yeah. But it was, all that it you have taught yeah. us on killers, they start when they're much But younger. that's killers for, like... Um, they kill for pleasure. They kill, their pleasure and their fetishes. He was killing for financial gain. It's different, you know. Yeah. Maybe he saw it as a survival tactic. Yeah, survival tactic, so. True. Hmm. He he may be one of the few that, I'm trying to think, that we've covered that didn't do it just to enjoy it. But at the same time, like, he yeah. must have enjoyed it to some extent to keep doing right. it. Right. Yeah. But Ashley, that story is for you. I know that wasn't exactly in your neck of the woods, but it's the best one hmm. in Missouri. It's the most uh, famous and talked about story I've Probably you probably heard about it before, and I wanted you to hear me tell it for you. So sweet, thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon and being a Taco Supremo. And let us know if you got the video, please. Yeah, and uh, this was for you, so thank you so much. All right, awesome. Thanks, guys, for listening to Talk Murder to Me. As always, it's been a pleasure, and we are signing off. Time to get some fries. Am I talking weird? I mean, kind of. You are. It. You are continuing with the sax. It's quite a bit. it's going for the whole story, so it's yeah. fine. It's not like.
Anyway, I don't care. You know, so you may be right, and I may be wrong, but I'm taking damn Nicole with me. Nicole's like floating up to heaven. I'm like, nope. <laughs> come on. I got her by the ankle. I'm like, come on down here with me. <laughs> Let's get, I got the heat Baby on down here. I got it's the heat hot on. down here. Someone's going to take care of the Can dog. Can you turn the AC to 69, please? It's getting really warm. <laughs> yeah. so I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Let's talk about it later. Every time I bring something up, you always tell me later, later, later. Like, I don't matter. Like, I'm just background noise, and my opinions don't matter. Um, what about... Um, I thought you were going to say fupa. Oh, fupa. Yeah, fupa. Fupa? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the fat uh, upper... You told me that. Fat upper pubic area. I, we always said pussy I have area. One. What is the pu- pubic? Like this area. Pussy area. That's what, you don't that's call what, it pubic. That's what hey, baby, can you go down on my pubic? That's weird. I wouldn't say the other thing either. Because then you ain't got it on your computer. Just go to word.com. I have a... Your word.com, Jen. I don't care what you think. Jen, I'm trying to do this. about me. The best of us. Some kind happiness in misery. Babe, can you focus? You focus. Yeah. No French fries for you. I wonder if those are things that you can order on Amazon. Jen. French fries? Nicole. Jen, no, Nicole, Amazon. I need concentration. Well? I don't aspire to that level. No, but I think, Jen, you can make a big... Con- I think you can make a big positive change in this nation. I really do. Well, thank you. I think because your empathy and your funniness... I think I, I mean I, I've since I met you today I met you I could see you on stage changing people's lives. No, Jen, like you're making put, my head inflate. <laughs> you know, I, people down in the dumps and then they put on Jen Collins. You're like, oh man, my life ain't that bad. God, why? Because my stories are <laughs> miserable. <laughs> I did not mean that. Perspective. It's true. Uh, it's Jen's true. life sucks. It's true. <laughs> I didn't mean to call you Word.com, Jen. There are so many reasons not to skip breakfast. So many savory, mouth-watering, tasty, delicious beyond all belief reasons. Actually, that last one was pretty convincing. Stop by for a McDonald's breakfast. Mix and match a sausage biscuit, sausage McMuffin, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Any two for just two bucks. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. At First Commonwealth Bank, we know better banking begins with better ways to do the things you need to do. That's why we've made it easy to open a new First Commonwealth checking account with our simple-to-use mobile account opening. Now, the same device you use to talk, text, snap, share, schedule, email, navigate, and watch can help you open a great checking account, too. Visit fcbanking.com from any device and upgrade your digital banking to better with mobile account opening. First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC, 